You're listening to Bell, Book, and Candle with Mela Borowski. Thoughts from a Southern Witch. Should have studied witchcraft. Should have learned to ride a broom. So me and my black cat could fly through the skies underneath the moon. Hey y'all, I'm Mella, and I'm so happy to have you here on the podcast. Our guest today is Philip Anthony Mangan, aka the Wellness Wingman. He helps overwhelmed women lose weight and regain control through daily personalized support. Philip is a model, commercial actor, environmental activist, and a certified personal trainer and fitness nutrition specialist. He's the founder of a holistic health and wellness coaching business that focuses on providing people with the control clarity, and confidence they need to make lasting changes in their lives. Welcome, Philip. It's so good of you to join me. Hi. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's it's my pleasure. Now, you have got to have an incredible personal story of how you got to where you are today. And I read in an article that you once had a pretty destructive lifestyle. If you don't mind sharing, can you tell us a little bit about your transformation story? Sure, sure. I'd love to. Yeah, it's definitely been an, an interesting road. And I'm, I'm very thankful to be on this end of it now. But mm. um, I do believe that, you know, you have to go through certain things in your life to learn and to grow. And I, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't look at my past in a bad way anymore. You know, mm. I, I used to think that I, um, I don't know, I used to like not talk about it as much, um, you know, when, when I was transitioning into this new lifestyle more so. But then I realized the good and the bad, all the things mold you into the moment of exactly. right right now. And um, yeah, so I embrace my past. And a little bit about my destructive past in the way that it was is I, after graduating um, college, I, I mean, I was a big partier, to be honest, mm-hmm. um, even throughout college. And I think I just used it honestly for connecting to people. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of like, oh, this is a great outlet to connect with people. I don't know what I want to do with my life. And it just kind of fit into my life the best way it can. And then um, when I graduated, I still wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. Even though I graduated with two degrees, I had to have a marketing and a hospitality degree. Mm. You know, about a year and a half in post-graduation, the economy hits the fan and, you know, things get bad and, you know, I'm, I'm out of, out of work. And then I decide to, uh, create a party bus business with one of my best friends. And honestly, it was kind of just like, let's, you know, let's take a stab at it. I have no clue, no, no clue what we're doing, but you know, it's not like we're doing anything else right now. So let's, let's go, (laughs) let's go for it. But I think that's kind of sometimes what you just have to do is just dive in. And and that's what I did. But I think I think honestly, it was just like, oh, this this aligns with my lifestyle. And it Mm -hmm. um, it kind of just fed that even more. So starting a party bus business really kind of um, I wouldn't say it was much of a business at first, (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. but it was something to focus on, even if it wasn't partying all the time, there's still something to focus on there. And I think over time, I did it for about seven years, and I think over time, I really, there was certain moments of when the party was over, I would kind of hit these moments of realizing that, you know, I kind of wanted something more. 
and I just didn't know how to get it. You know, it was just mm -hmm. you know, it's it's like when you're when you surround yourself, you know, with it's what you know. If partying was what I knew, and the people around me are doing the same thing, you don't really have anyone to like look at as in, hey, uh, this is maybe the best way to route to go to get me out and and try to start doing something new. So I think. I think that played a big role in kind of keeping me into the destructive lifestyle. It's just a lot of drinking, um, mm -hmm. to be honest, and uh, just a lot of numbing myself. It was, uh, I mean, with the drinking, just I think it was just numbing myself from trying to figure it out, even the, mm -hmm. at, at the moments that I wanted to. And long story short, in that regard, I think it was about in 2013, so I'm about four years into running this business. and. I kind of just had this, I've had these brief realizations at times, but I think there was a very defining moment that I wanted to, wanted to make a change to my life. And I remember it, we were on a trip at the time and we were just coming back from the trip and it was a long trip. We were traveling across the country on one of the buses and it was more of just, this is our just vacation time. And I remember coming back mm -hmm. and just being just tired, worn out and, um, thinking like this there has to be something more you know and at that moment I was just like I want to I want to figure that out whatever it is and I wish I wish I could tell you hey like you know <laughs> in the, the next couple months it was I was I was on the right track but it I think I never lost track of that desire that's the best way to put it and yeah. slowly the more that I kind of kept that at the forefront of my mind you know I would make a little small step forward and and one small step, you know, would lead to another and maybe a couple steps backward at times. But, you know, the thing is, I I think when you're trying to make changes to your life, it just requires consistent action and consistent effort. That's the best way to put it. And I put forth that effort and um, I don't know how much more you want me to dive in into like the whole story, but. Yeah, whatever you feel comfortable of sharing, you know. Yeah, no. Whatever you want to whatever you want to tell us. Sure, sure, yeah, no. So, I mean, I, I put forth, I started putting forth the effort and I don't know, I guess once I kind of, kind of got into that, I guess less numbing myself, I guess you mm -hmm. would say, and um, separating myself from those, like the same, you know, the people I, I was hanging out with and that lifestyle yeah. a little bit more, the more I was able to see a bit clearly and the more I was able to feel. And yeah. I felt ambition for the first time. I, mm. I felt uh, love in a way for the first time that I never felt. And I started acting more selflessly rather than mm. selfishly and i but the thing is you know when i was numbing myself i never i never thought i was acting selfishly i never really realized it so when i got on the other side of it it kind of made me really open the door to why maybe things weren't working out for me in the past how i'd like from from that point on it's just been a non-stop kind of growth process as in i I don't know how to change my mind in any other <laughs> in, in any other way. I just want to keep, you know, once you kind of just keep moving forward and you see what you're capable of, you want to just keep constantly challenging yourself and and learn more. And and I and the best way to put it is, you know, how to do life better. I want to yeah. learn. I want to learn that. I want to learn how to be a better man, mm -hmm. all areas of my life with my relationships, my you know, my job and just in, in life in general with interactions and, you know, whatever I create and just, it's, it's pretty amazing when you kind of step into that realm and, and just really kind of get to know yourself better. 
Yeah, absolutely. When I look back at the things that happened in my life, I mean, I I feel like I'm looking at a probably 10 to 12 year transformation shift to even get me to where I started to, to find myself. Transformation is not the stories you hear about where someone wakes up the next morning and their entire life is different. Sometimes mm-hmm. it takes little steps, like you were saying, and sometimes you go backwards and then you go forward a little bit. But I like to tell people that even if you feel like you're not quite where you need to be, are you at the same place you were five years ago? Mm-hmm. Are you at the same place last year? Yeah, it yeah. sounds like um, it, it took a little time, <laughs> but it happened. And now you have a, a business where you're helping other people. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I want to just touch on what you said really quickly. I mean, I think yeah. you're, I, I think that's great that, you know, you're, you're it, I think it, it just shows that we can change at any point in time, you know, and we can start changing at any point in time. There is really, is if we have breath, we can change. And I think, right. I think that's important because I think when we get stuck in our ways for a certain amount of time, we just think like we don't have enough time to change and what's mm-hmm. the point of changing. But you can really do it at any point in time in your life. And I think a lot of people, um, they don't wake up and have that, hey, I need to, you know, some so, something changed my life or whatever. I think, mm-hmm. I think you either have it one or two ways. It either can be where you have to correct something where say something happens to you and you want to you want to change because of that or just because you get fed up of how you're act, uh, of, of how you're acting and you exactly. and you and you take action yourself mm-hmm. without based on any other circumstance so you just think that and I think that's more powerful to be honest because you're basically taking the preventative um, route mm-hmm. because a lot of people change you know, because they have to correct something. If you can change because you're taking the preventative route and you can really connect with that change, that becomes really powerful because no one, nothing really forced you to do it besides like kind of yourself and you were able to self self motivate. So I think, I think it's really powerful when that, when that aligns and um, sometimes you just have to just keep diving in and and try to figure that out in some sort of way. I mean, I love journaling. I know that's kind of writing has kind of helped me get very intuitive mm. with with you know how I connect to myself and in doing so, I get a, gain a lot of insights and yeah. and connection to what to do next and you know, if something's working, if something I need to change or, you know, like you said, hey, am I in the same place that I am? You know, sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes I go back to the journals that I wrote a couple of years ago and be mm-hmm. like, I, am I in the same spot that I'm in just in a different sort of way? Mm-hmm. Or am I maybe that person back then had some insight that I'm missing out on now and that I didn't really grasp? Uh, oh, yeah, completely yeah. at the time so it and you know it's it's definitely pretty uh, amazing what you know you can do when you put some words down you come back to them but yeah as you were saying I I uh, have created my own coaching business now to help others um, kind of basically t- not have to struggle like I did in certain ways mm, you know yeah, you know yeah. just I think that's what you know most coaches kind of want to do is just yeah. give, give back and and kind of prevent people from the same pains and the issues when, you know, when you figure, I guess basically the best way to put it is when you figure out something, you want to pass it along because it doesn't feel good just hoarding it. Yeah. (laughs) And that's kind of how I'm feeling. And that's why, I mean, health and wellness has always been such a big 
part of my life, even through the destructive years of running a party bus business. I mean, the, I think the main reason why I was able to operate that way is because I still took care of myself on the side in in some yeah. in some sort of ways. It was I was physically active all the time. Maybe I was、mm. harming my body through the drinking, but I was still interested in you know physical activity and、um, you know eating well and stuff like that. So、mm. I think that was why. I think it's the main foundation of of wellness and a and a better life because if you can take control of your health, that's that gives you the confidence to do everything. Because if you're feeling good, and you can you can create the life you desire, I think. And maybe and maybe maybe creating the life you desire right now is just feeling good. But yeah, I think when you open that door to feeling good and and getting that health in in order. Then the opportunities and possibilities are endless. I think it's really interesting because the majority, if not all, of the people who have come on the podcast and people I just know in regular life who have any sort of healing or wellness healer business or anything they're doing, they always have a story of them having to overcome something for themselves, almost like the shaman sickness or the healers. Sickness. So I always find it interesting when yet another person comes, just like you have just said, that you had to basically heal yourself. You had to find a way to get your get you where you wanted to be, and then now you have this message that you want to share.、Mm-hmm. No, thank you. I think that's、uh, it's funny. I, I mean, I, I've been thinking about this a lot. Is how you know, like when you're when you're growing up,、um, and your parents tell you not to do something or to do this or whatever. It's、mm-hmm. it's really like, and then you still do it anyways, you、mm-hmm. know. <laughs> I I think I think most of us learn, you know, from doing. We don't. We can't、mm. just. We we have to experience things. Yeah. And I think that's that's the best teacher.、Um, sometimes those experiences can really hinder us in a greater way because we can get trapped in those experiences and we can't find our ways out. But If we can kind of be on the other side of it and and say, what is this teaching me, and what did、mm-hmm. I what did I learn from this thing that I just did, then that's when the the greater value comes into growing yourself. And I think that's that's something that I was very I was struggling with at the time because I think running that business really did teach me a lot,、um, mm-hmm. and and I just couldn't see what it was teaching me at the time because I was numb to it. So, and I think that's kind of where a lot of people get stuck in is they're they're numb to actually what is what the message is right in front of them of what that experience is teaching them. And I'm a, I'm a big, you know, I, I'm always looking for some sort of, <laughs> you know, like hey, is it what is this teaching me? Is there is、yeah. there is there if, especially if something bad happens, I'm just quick to try to flip it into、mm-hmm. hey, there's something good that can come out of this. And I think that's. That's the mindset、uh, we need to kind of try to channel because there's never it's never going to be completely you know blissful days every day. You have you're going to have a mix of things because that's what makes the blissful days blissful. If、yeah. if not, you would just be <laughs> you would just be numb to it. You know, just like if it's sunny every day, you you kind of just forget that the sun that that it's like a, an amazing thing until you go and see some gloominess and rain. Yeah, that's such a good point. And I struggle sometimes with people in my circle who I feel like go on go on the toxic positivity side, and I talk about this a lot. But I just feel like I tell people 
life sucks and it sucks a lot. You just have to be resilient. You have to have a purpose and like you say you have to have some of those sunny days to stick to so yeah that's that's such a good point you can't just always be pretending that everything's great because sometimes life sucks <laughs> yeah i mean there's never gonna be no problem it's mm -hmm. about you just learn how to handle the problems better right so that's that's the best way to put it is you just get better at like i always say like it's not like I don't struggle. I just can point out the mm -hmm. struggle. I can point out the struggles better and I can counteract the struggles better. So yeah. it's like, and, and then that, and that saves me time and energy. So mm -hmm. if you save yourself time and energy, then that I think is coming out ahead. Yeah. It's that whole bending and not breaking. And in the past I break, mm -hmm. <laughs> I would break in so many different ways, mm -hmm. but I can bend now, but I just snap right back. Just like bamboo. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I love the way you put it. It's just like bending, not breaking. Because I think mm -hmm. that's, I used to, I used to not even, I mean, I guess I was, I was just broken the whole time, mm -hmm. you know, in the, in the past. That's the best way to put it for me. It's just yeah. like, I wasn't even, you know, bending one bit. I just, I wasn't even trying to put myself back together. You just I, sort of snapped in yeah, half. Yeah, right? I just, I just broken. And, and I didn't even realize, the thing, the thing is that you don't even realize you're broken at the time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting when you're on the other side, how you can look at it uh, in a yeah. different way. So let's turn the chat a little bit and let's talk about sustainable living because it is mm -hmm. something I have really tried to incorporate into my own life. And, I, and, and as this is a witchy podcast, I feel like witches, especially of all people, for goodness sake, should be about nature and the environment. Mm -hmm. But it is so hard sometimes to convince people and maybe it's where I live in the south I don't know but they've done the same old thing for so many years and they don't know why we have to shift to this or that sustainable practice what do you tell someone who says why why do we even need to do any of this well I think I think there's there's a couple different ways to go about really um trying to open someone's mind to why why we're doing it you know like if i thought about like a lot of the different reasons why i ended up going vegan and got big into sustainable living the funny thing is it's i could tell someone why but if they're not open to hearing the message it doesn't even matter why i tell them so i truly believe that our personal wellness is connected to the planetary wellness if if you are not giving a crap about yourself, how can you give a crap about something greater than you? And, yeah. you know, and it wasn't, I'll tell you a little kind of quick story in that regard. So obviously I'm in my party bus business, you know, we're using, you know, we're, we're, we're running diesel buses at five miles a gallon and we're mm -hmm. just using plastic all the time and you know all these different things and i don't even mm -hmm. give it given it a one bit of thought and then i get you know eventually out of that business come to new york start really you know all that self-growth and taking care of myself in a greater level and then you know i'm able to hear messages better because i'm opening myself up in a way where i'm not resistant i think that is the that is the first most important part of why, like telling someone why, like I could tell you why all day and you still wouldn't agree with it because 
maybe you aren't maybe you aren't taking care of yourself and giving yourself the the love and the, and the things that you need to be well to where you can look outwardly mm. but if you do like i mean i do think in general like i i always kind of like to use these little things is like i mean money speaks to all of us and a lot of the things that i do with sustainability i mean it's all geared towards money saving you know mm. it's you're about it's all about reusing reusing mm. repairing you know all those different things and when you when you can look at it like that it it channels simplicity it channels less stress it channels more money in the pocket it channels that the health like you know if we're if we're say we're making things more of our things and we're channeling more health less chemicals all these different things because we're controlling the ingredients so i think a lot of it aligns to to those things because hey you can't just say hey like you know cuz it's hard to place ourselves in a future scenario ever yeah. you know it's and that's that's really the hard part so if you can kind of put yourself in a position like well what is this giving me right now that i think is the best idea to go about it as in hey like you know what it's going to give you it's going to give you more money in your pocket it's going to give you probably greater yeah. greater health yeah you know you can't just i i i won't i won't use the term it's like oh personally it makes you kind of feel good about yourself to some extent but i don't i wouldn't even use that as a really greater thing because it's easy to feel down on yourself from all the other things that you read about it you're like am i making yeah. a difference so i would use the other things as in like you're controlling what you're putting in your body you're controlling the the different things that you can do in a, in one sort in some sort of way to save you money to prevent you know more harm to prevent you more harm you know if you look at those mm-hmm. things i think that's kind of maybe the best way to do it okay and so you've got someone that maybe is coming around they understand what are a couple things that people can start doing that is that's not really expensive i know some things that we get told to do it's like replace all of our ziploc bags with these other bags which mm-hmm. i do i have started to get one at a time nice. uh, because i'm terrible with ziplocs and i told myself last year i have to stop this ziploc obsession mm-hmm. so i've started to buy those and people are buying me those but if you can't go out and spend a lot of money what can you start doing well if you can't spend a lot of money i would say first off Well, the main thing to 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 help out the environment is to reduce your your single-use plastics. So, mm. making coffee at home would be better than going to get coffee from Starbucks yeah. because you're just using that cup at Starbucks one time and then it's going in the trash can. Also, right. it's going to help save you money too cuz Starbucks right. is pricey. <laughs> you know, and then I I always like to touch on these ones cuz it's just like if they're all combos of saving you money. It's like also the you know, buying less processed foods. Mm. So, you know, buying less processed cuz most processed foods are in packages. So, yeah. you buy more fruits and vegetables and um you're going to uh save plastic. because you can get, you know, fruits and vegetables without wrapping and then also it's going to save you money and save your health. So it's like a trifecta mm-hmm. in that regard. And then I and I just think like other little things are are great like the the light bulbs and all the little like, you know, in the Ziploc bags and all those mm-hmm. things. But I think it's really just being conscious of 
do you need it? Yeah. Do you do you need it or do you want it? And if、mm-hmm. you if you ask yourself that question before, I think it helps. And it's I've actually I would love to give your you know、um, your listeners、uh, an ebook I have、uh, that I've wrote. Well, I wrote two of them that are and but I think the sustainable living one.、Mm. It's perfect because it talks it talks about exactly what I'm saying about like the the ways you can kind of go about helping save the environment in many ways, but then also why and most of the two overlap of like you know saving you money and for saving you know almost all three things overlap all the time saving health money、mm-hmm. and the environment、uh, you know from you know more plastic and all the different things that, that are bad for、amazing. it. Yeah, yeah, so I would I definitely give you a link for that so you can have people download it.、And、I think. That would probably sum it up best, but I just think it's kind of just the simple things of like, hey, is this a one-time use thing? Yeah. You know, you can easily bring a water bottle and refill it.、Mm-hmm. You can always make your coffee at home and bring it with you. You know, you、yeah. can you can buy more fruits and vegetables, and then it, a lot of the choices, like I said, if you don't eat out as much and you pack your lunch、yeah. and you make more food at home, all those things, you know, are、yeah. very helpful. Yeah, I recently, well. In the past couple years, because that's when I really set some intentions to do better about things. I bought metal straws as well, and we've been、nice. using those.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. I mean, there's there's lots of good like you know replacements for just you know、mm-hmm. like you said like with the the ziplocs and the straws and all those things. I mean, yeah, yeah. There's almost something for everything that you can probably think of out there,、mm-hmm. and, and it take <laughs> it might be an upfront cost, but at the end of the day.、Yeah. There's an upfront cost, but you know, at the end of the day, it's going to save you. But also, I think we we need to kind of look at it as sometimes we don't need the things that they're selling. We can use. We don't need special containers. We don't need all these things. We can just、right. use something that we have on hand that maybe、mm-hmm. we get, and then turn that into something we use over and over again. Yeah, I joke all the time that I even made a T-shirt with it on it that witches love jars, and we do. <laughs> <laughs> we keep. Massive collections of old jars, and that kind of brings me to something I wanted to ask you about because I'm so fascinated、yeah. by zero waste stores that I see in other cities. Have、mm-hmm. you ever been to one? Yeah, yeah, they have some in New York here. I've been to a couple different ones, and、uh, yeah,、mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I I love them. I mean, I anytime I can,、uh, I'm in the area of one. I go if there's not one in the area that I'm in. I always try to utilize the bulk section at like Whole Foods or something. Mm-hmm. You know, to get beans or like oats and stuff, or like you know some、yeah. sort of grains. But yeah, the the zero waste stores are, I think, you know, if we had more of those, I think it would give people a reason to like. There's just not enough to where people know that there's an option out there for that. Yeah, there's definitely not any around work. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing around here like that. I just see it on TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. There's, I mean, there's, there's not a lot, and then even COVID kind of messed that up because mm, people,、yeah. people are scared to like, you know, reuse the same things other people are、right. using. So I think that kind of put a little hindering on, you know, the growth of those businesses. But、um, you know, that it, that would be an ideal future is more of those stores. Yeah, definitely. I think those are really great and. Hey, I've got all my jars. I just bring my jars in. <laughs> that's yeah. That's no. It's perfect. I mean, I, and 
and they're free. They're free. Once you, it's That's like, right. It's like you're get you're getting something from like buying something. So if you look at it in that way, and you could use mm-hmm. them for so many different things, like and 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 it's it's not. It doesn't have to just be food, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I use them for so many different things. Nice. Tell us a little bit about the type of health and wellness coaching that you offer. Sure. Well, the type of coaching I offer is really, really. I really try to focus on the personalized support of mm. being in it with you. So I'm not trying to, you know, give someone a plan of and just say, "Hey, this is what you do." Yeah. I want to be in it with you in case. You don't know what you're doing at the start, even though like, you know, so I can give you a book and read it. Like say, hey, here's a book, <laughs> read this book and report back to me. Well, yeah. you're going to be a bit more confident that you can actually do what's in that book, you know, of if someone else is guiding you through it each step of the way. And so that's basically why I call myself the wellness wingman is like I'm your support system until you can fly by yourself. Mm-hmm. And I really focus on getting the lives of people like you know their schedule in order first because i think mm-hmm. um why you know like when you were reading my my intro i start i first start with like getting people in control of their lives so you know if you're feeling very overwhelmed okay well you have a lot on your plate let's let's form a better sleep schedule Let's form like, you know, let, let's arrange things in a way where you start feeling more in control of your time because right now the time is controlling you. That's why you're not able to do the things that you want to do to help yeah. you in the in the way, you know, towards health and wellness. And once I believe you get that control um, and you can, you know, have some time for you set aside, then that's when we can really get clear on how to achieve the goals and i give people um dep- based on whatever it is their goal goals are it could be you know lose weight just get healthier or even like you know i help people with their businesses and stuff as well you know mm-hmm. just kind of anything that is a goal but i believe the found the foundation is always the same is getting you in control if you're not in control and you don't you won't have the time to work on those things mm-hmm. You know, once you have the clarity as in, okay, well, this is, you're going to lose 20 pounds in X amount of time. Okay, well, I'm going to create a, a plan for you to do that. And then I'm going to make sure, and we're not going to go, th- it's not going to be this major plan at the start. It's going to be like, let's focus on this this week. Let's focus on mm-hmm. this next week. And then like why I say I'm giving people confidence as well is because that's what, what I'm doing. I'm there with you. I'm checking in with you daily. Did you, mm-hmm. did you do this? Did, how did it make you feel? Did you, do we need to switch things up? All those things, you know, like play a big part in my coaching because I don't want people to feel like they're alone ever in it. I, cause I, like I said, if I had someone guiding me out of that destructive lifestyle I was in, I would have felt so much more confident that I could actually achieve getting out of it you know so i think a back i think that's the reason why a lot of people fail or or they don't even begin because they don't know where to start and they don't feel confident that they can actually achieve it if they you know, or know how to do it once you know they start going because they, you know you hit a you could hit a roadblock mm-hmm. and and not know what to do and then automatically you go back and revert to hey uh, it's easier to keep doing what i did before 
So right. when you hit a roadblock, I'm there to help you run that over. <laughs> mm, great. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. What do you see as the importance of self-care? Well, I mean, I truly, I think health is wealth, as you've heard that term before, but I really do think mm. that um, it's even more important now, especially with COVID, since COVID hit, in many different ways. I mean, at the end of the day, like, think about this, like, it's a, re- a, lot, of, a lot of the people that are subject to getting COVID are a lot of people that are prone to getting heart disease. And I believe when you are in control of your health in that way, you know, your physical health, it, it gives you that confidence in that, in that at least to, to live your life in a, in, a, in a fashion where you're not channeling fear, you're channeling love. Mm. Even when I, if I, I just touch on like the vaccine thing, it's like, you know, I got the vaccine that I needed. I did. I think I needed it because I was going to uh, not be able to fight off the illness. No, I still got it. But I think a lot of people that are really scared are, are not trying to correct the problem. And the problem is, I, I do believe, is just really taking more control of our health than just injecting something into our bodies and, and kind of just being like, oh, we're good now. We can keep yeah. keep channeling on the way we were before. <laughs> but I do believe also it is wellness is super important, you know, in general, in mental wellness. I mean, this this whole pandemic has really opened our eyes up to that even more. I mean, I think I think at the end of the day, a lot of people, I felt more comfortable than ever when the pandemic hit because I've I've been in this situation before where um, I'm used to, you know, having this time to think and to look at myself mm-hmm. in these ways. And I've been, you know, in these positions where I've lost my job and, you know, and I know a lot of good can come out of that. But when I think when people are faced with this stuff where they've just been distracting themselves, it goes into more of a mental pit that isn't good. So I think it's, you know, not only just the, what you're feeding your body and doing, you know, with your body every day, it's really about what you're feeding your mind. And, mm-hmm. and that's going to, to really benefit your overall well-being moving forward. If things do hit the fan, you know, in any sort of way in your life, because you're going to be able to be resilient. Yeah. I think you really hit the nail on the head with the whole thing about not living with this fear and instead having this love because if you are living in a space of love for your own self and for your fellow man and for the world around you then that changes everything that you do your your entire mindset has changed instead of just being about fearful of what's going to happen to you and fearful of what's this going to do to you and i i happen to be someone who got the vaccine and i'm recovering from covid right now this i'm on about about 40 days passed, but because of some autoimmune stuff going on, I had it a little worse than the rest of my family. But I've recovered for the most part and I'm doing okay. But I know that because of issues that I have physically in my body that, you know, I had to, I had to struggle, but I've struggled with health for a long time. And mm. mentally, I am in a great place far better than I was in my most depressed and suicidal and everything else state in my 20s and 30s. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so, you know, I have come through definitely a dark night of the soul from a long time ago to a place now where I can, I can be sick, but that fear doesn't hold me down. Oh, amazing. Amazing. I love it. I'm glad, I'm glad to hear that. And I'm glad you are recovering and, and better. And I think, I think it's, it's great that you touched on that. Cause I think that's, I think that's what makes or breaks people, you know, something, some adversity, some adversity comes their way, whether it's an illness or some sort of other thing. It's like how, your, your mental health is what's going to pull you out of it. You know, Absolutely. It, it's gonna, it's either going to keep you going and you carry on mm-hmm. with life or you're just giving in. Yeah. Your mind is so powerful. I mean, I say that because I do, I do hypnosis. So yeah, I know mm-hmm. my mind is powerful. I know people's mind is powerful. But I've seen it. I've seen it in my own life. And I I have fibromyalgia, so I'm in pain every single day. But I can get out there and garden and do what I need to do. And the pain does not stop me. Whereas I was in less pain in my past. But because mentally I was so depressed, I wouldn't even get out of bed. Literally, I wouldn't get out of bed for days. Mm. Yeah. And it's all your mind. So mentally and spiritually, you have to take care of mind body and spirit mm-hmm. exactly and i and and i i mean that's why like i literally say um a big part of my coaching is is i want to i want to get people to take time for themselves because i want you i want people to and and that's and that's shutting off the noise like yeah. i i just took a i just took a 35 day break from social media and wow. and it was life-changing I guess you would say because I feel mm-hmm. I felt like I don't know I felt that I've been in these points in time where I need I know something needs to change and how I'm operating and I and I saw that how the social media it wasn't helping me in a way where you know that it has in the past where I've used mm-hmm. it and it was more I was more of looking at it in certain ways and it and and it was making me not feel like enough it was making me feel overwhelmed and all these different things and I was thinking like, well, how do I regain control of this? I have to eliminate it right now. And then see, and, and from day, I actually kept a journal, you know, over the whole time. And day, day one in the journal, I was just like, I feel like a weight is lifted. I feel more clear. Mm-hmm. I can think, you know, I can think in for myself rather than like look at other people's stuff. And I think that's where, that's what's important in, realizing what you want and continuing to go forward is taking that time for you every day whether it's even 15 to 20 minutes but like looking at yourself like do i need to change something how am i feeling and what's working what isn't working you know and ask ourselves these questions because if you if you avoid it it only stacks it Mm. stacks up and then it's too hard. It feels like you're in a hole when, when yeah. things hit the fan and then it's harder to climb out of the hole. Absolutely. So where can people find out more information about what you offer? Okay. Uh, well, I am back on social media. Very, right. very, 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 very minimally as in I will check my messages and I will make a post, but I'm not living on there anymore, but you can, you can, you can <laughs> still follow you there, right? <laughs> there's plenty of uh, good value and videos and stuff on my page. So um, you can check out my Instagram page. It's Philip Anthony Mangan, or you can head over to my website. It's philipmangan.com. And um, I'm in the process of really kind of taking a lot of the information 
and uh, that I've put on Instagram and organizing it in a way um, through blogs and um, mm-hmm. videos on my uh, website. So it's more of like, it'd be probably uh, good to reference, you know, go there and, and you'll be able to say, hey, is, this is what I'm struggling with. And you'll see a title and be able to look at it rather than sift through all the Instagram posts. But yeah, uh, Philip Mangan, I do offer a free 30-minute coaching call with, with anyone that is interested. You can book one on the website. And I also do have that free ebook. I will send you a link to that you can give away wonderful. to, to uh, the listeners. That sounds wonderful. Philip, thank you so much for being here. And I have just been wanting someone to come talk about sustainability for one thing for a while. So thank you so much for no, being here. No, no, it's been it's been my pleasure. Thank you for having me. I mean, and that's and that's the number one thing. I mean, if you can think of it this way, that's why that's why I ended up. I was interested in sustainability. I was interested in all these other things, but I went back to just focus on the health because I know that is the foundation of helping people become more sustainable. Because you can get it more in tune to yourself, then you'll be able to, those things will be able to click that you've been hearing and and like, you know, that you've been hearing since childhood, uh, that we need to recycle, we need to do all these things. (laughs) It'll actually make sense now and you'll you'll, you'll feel a desire. So I, I highly suggest getting the personal wellness in order first. Yeah, it's like take care of your own house and then you start looking at the community around you. Exactly, exactly. Best way to sum it up. Well, as always, I would love to hear what our listeners think about this episode's topics. What are you doing for Mother Earth? What are you doing for self-care and wellness? If you go to our podcast website, you can comment on this very episode with your thoughts and questions. You can even click that little microphone and send me a voice message. I might just use it on a future episode. Take care. And y'all be blessed. Thank you all for listening to Bell Book and Candle. You can follow Mella on Instagram and Facebook at Bell Book Candle SC. That's Bell, B-E-L-L-E. Or become a patron at patreon.com forward slash Bell Book Candle.